welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, Rich. And today, it all begins. Rookie talk. Yes. Wide receivers. We're, we're going to get in there today. We're going to get into some of the the top guys on the board this week. And then uh, next week, with Mike back, we'll get into a uh, little about the second half of the receivers, which there's still some good prospects oh, yeah, on absolutely. there. Still digging some of that film, the later round receivers I'm trying to get into. Um, everybody we're going to talk about today, I've, I've completed all my film study. I've taken my notes. And now, until they land on an NFL team, my opinion is set. Set in stone. There's no change in my mind. You unless, sound you sound like me. Unless you're a hypnotist. Mm. Who doesn't know a good hypnotist? Mm. I know none. Oh. You know one? Well, I guess you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get one for our, our rookie draft? Uh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, dude. You, you will not. love Garrett Grayson. <laughs> He's <laughs> the best prospect since Andrew Luck. You will not take Kevin White. <laughs> <laughs> you want to trade Rich for Josh McCown. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have Josh McCown on my roster. Oh, God. The Browns do. I wish the Browns didn't, too. Think anybody rushed to their dynasty waiver wire to scoop that one up? I hope not, man. You, uh, you, hear the, you hear the argument? Man, there's only 32 starting NFL quarterbacks. This is one of them, man. He's throwing two. Um, Pro Bowler 2007, Miles, baby. Miles Austin's not even signed. Dude's a free agent. Hey, right, man. Yeah, well, well, we got Baby Hawk and whatever. Yeah. The Browns are so depressing right now. Yeah, I know. You, I really, I really can't even handle it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. It's bad news. Yep. Um. So you know, today obviously we record these on Tuesday night. They air on Wednesday morning. So today was the first day people could franchise somebody. Uh, no major dynasty prospects were really franchised today. I mean, guys that you were expecting, just Des Bryant yeah, and Des uh, Bryant. Well, those are major Demarius, players. Demarius Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to make it. Nobody sound thought like, they were leaving teams, anyways. Right, exactly. Uh, they weren't going to be on the market. You know, Randall Cobb. As we all thought, they did not franchise tag him. No, he's one more, one step closer to getting to a new team, like you thought all along. Must have been. Uh, I've been saying that since a good go. I know. Uh, but apparently, him and his agent must have had some good talks there at the combine because his asking price went up from nine million a year to twelve million a year. Whoa, some bucks. He must be looking to go to the Raiders and the yeah. Raiders only. The rumor is, man, they're they're chasing hard. They are chasing hard. Well, um, I mean, they they have the connection there with uh their GM was there um in Green Bay before he went to Oakland. Okay. So he might have been even part of the Cobb draft. So there is a bit of a connection there between Cobb and, and Oakland. Yeah, and plus they need a number one receiver and absolutely. I still want to. I, I still like to see Cobb as a number one receiver. You know, without Jordy Nelson across from him, without Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you know, he's going to get a little, you know, maybe he was, again, I've, I've, you know, I wrote the article Cobb Snob. Uh, he he did do good this year. I, I still think he's a really good player, but I want to see it without Jordy Nelson. I want to see it without Aaron Rodgers. I want to see when, you know, you have the top cornerback on you every week because there's nobody else in the Raiders offense to worry about, uh, barring they draft like Amari Cooper and sign Randall Cobb to really hook up Derek Carr. Well, I mean, I think those guys might be a little bit, a little bit more, a little too similar. I think if they want that route, they'd probably go Kevin White with his imposing size. Ooh, but true but, story. You know, whatever. That's you know neither here nor there. I'm not paying Randall Cobb twelve million a year. Hey, I mean, if you're if you're like the Oakland Raiders, and I mean, there's a there's a spending floor, and they yeah. are that far below that. I mean, they, they have, have to, a lot of cash. They actually have to worry about that. I'm available. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, if you want to sign some guy to hold kicks for a million bucks a year. Yeah, so I mean, I still think that I still think Randall Cobb is going to leave Green Bay, and that's going to like we've been saying all along. It's going to help Devonte Adam owners. Uh, it's going to does it hurt Randall Cobb? Yeah, if you leave Aaron Rodgers, it hurts you. You right. know what I mean? Right. Just like if Julius Thomas leaves Peyton Manning, it hurts. It doesn't matter if it's just slightly; it's going to hurt. Now, does it guarantee? No, I mean, he can go there and still succeed because he's getting more looks, but you don't know. I mean, to me, it hurts, and I and I rank him down a little bit. But I've always had him in my rankings thinking he was leaving Green Bay. So I kind of have him slotted right where he is. And he's one of those guys, for me personally, in a dynasty startup. Like, for example, like we have a for the po- shout-out to the nerd herd out there. Uh, the podcast listeners want to get a league together. Oh, all right. So they contacted me. They, they said, hey, come on, let's do it. So finally I said, okay, let's do it. 
you know, I'll be the commissioner and we'll get some listeners out there and we'll get a listener league going, uh, you know, for credits, you know, the credits, real deal, not just right. for fun. Right, you know, right. I'm, not, I'm not here. I'm not here to have fun, buddy. No, I mean, this is all business here me. to dominate. Is what but <laughs> I mean, for example, for all you guys listening, you guys are safe on Randall Cobb. He's just somebody I would not draft on my dynasty. Like, you know, there's, there's always, everybody has those players that they know, you know, they're good. Like, for example, back in the day, like eight years ago, Steve Smith, for example, always put up good numbers. I won't admit, I admit that he is a good fantasy player. He's a good player. I just not my cup of tea. I don't want to, like, I would never draft him. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, I would yeah. never, it doesn't matter if Cobb's the next best available by two slots. Like, I'm going to look past there. You know what I mean? I'm going to put myself in position not to have, Cobb. like, I don't want Cobb to be my number one receiver. Like, I guess the best way to put it. I was going to say, it, it all depends on who else you have on your team and, you know, where else you're drafting. He's not on my do not touch list. I think that's, what, you know, what you're referring to is, like, I'm not drafting that guy no matter what. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not there. Well, with him, yeah, but, the values there. If he's there, like right. in the third round, yeah. But right. You know, but where you have to draft him, you're, you're most likely not. I'm not going to take him. Right. Yeah. And on my overall rank, even if I have him ranked there, so yeah, like you should take him there. Just don't ask me to take him there. That's yeah. all. Same I'm, thing. Like I have, I'll have Andrew Luck. You know, because I always when I do my rankings, I have to judge where I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck, and it's kind of like, all right, I got to put him here. Finally, put him here because this is where they should go. But I'm not taking him. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless. <laughs> It depends who there. And I have the seventh pick in that draft, and there's somebody I really, really want. I can't say it because they listen, but I hope he's there. Huh? I can't. I, I try to make like a hand gesture. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to know who that guy I is. Didn't know, I didn't know what that hand gesture meant. You don't speak sign language? Uh, I'm not there yet. Are you raping somebody? <laughs> what are you doing? What was that hand gesture? <laughs> That's illegal in Alaska. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I mean, so he didn't get he didn't get tabbed. He's likely going to leave Jeremy Macklin to get tagged right here, and they're pretty close. Yeah, yeah, which is good for him. I mean, and he's somebody that should get like nine million a year. That seems about realistic to me in my eyes. Nine, ten million for J Mac. Sure, I mean, I I'm not really uh, numbers as you know, like how much this guy's worth. How much I'm, I'm not either. really following that. So sure, you, I'm like yeah, me neither. Man, I'm like, you, I'd yeah, pay him sure, that much nine money. million. That sounds great. That sounds like a bargain. I don't know. Yeah, see, for number one, you know, I mean, he put up number one wide receiver numbers last year. So I mean, pay the man. Pay the man. It ain't my money. And as as a Mac, <laughs> like I'm a Macklin owner. I drafted yeah. him coming out of Missouri, and you know, I that's music to my ears. I don't want to see him go to the Raiders because I like him and Chip Kelly's Chip Kelly's offense. I, I love him there, and I love him. I love Jordan Matthews there getting better to even help Macklin even more. So that's good news for him. Uh, Julius Thomas obviously wasn't franchise tagged. He's going to go somewhere that they're saying the Falcons are interested. They're not interested. Uh, again, I, would, I mean, I would personally love that as a guy that owns Julius Thomas in two of my, my leagues. I would, you know, that's I'd, ideal. Yeah. Anybody would be anybody, great. Yeah. Anybody goes to Atlanta. That's terrific. Good quarterback, uh, tight end friendly offense with Kyle Shanahan going there. And... Most likely a lot linebacker matchup on a weekly, you right. know, on a lot because of the other receiving core they have there. Absolutely. Cause there's still rumor now that they might draft a receiver. After getting rid of Harry Douglas, uh, you know Roddy's on the end of his on the end of his career. Julio right. is the man, but you still need somebody else. So you bring that guy in now in the second round in another deep draft. Well, they, I mean, they have a ton of holes to fill. I mean, they got offensive line issues. Defensive they got line, t- total defensive linebacker. issues. Yeah, so I could, I mean, especially with the defensive coach, I could see them waiting a little bit on a, a wide receiver. Yeah, I'm not but saying free first agency. Round pick. Yeah, free or agency. Free agency. free agency would be a great place to to start for them. Yeah, I mean, who they gonna you know you can't bring in a Brian Hart line. It's kind of like bringing in. Harry Douglas, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. let it play out. We have a, we're gonna do a whole we're gonna do this wide receiver episode, another wide receiver episode. We'll talk free agency after that episode. We'll talk some rookie running backs, mm-hmm. quarterbacks, tight ends, little buy low, little buy low action. Yeah, we got you guys covered for the next all the way up until the draft. Yes, we're here to soothe those ears. <laughs> so let's get into some of these. Is there any other uh, franchise tag thing you want to talk about? No, I mean. No? Obviously, DeMarco Murray is, is going to be a free agent. Um, they already kind of made an announcement yeah. on that, so he'll He's be out. testing the free agents. Well, no, they kind of insinuated that um, there might be a little agreement between him and them that he'll take any offer back to them yeah. type of thing. Yeah, but that doesn't always work out. No, that doesn't always work out, but that's not always the case either. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. dudes are just ready to bolt, and he's at least like— He wants to come back. Yes. Yeah, he's at least willing, like, hey, this is my market match it yeah because he asked for a price they're telling right. him no that's not the market right. and he's like all right well i'll go prove it yeah come kind of like the browns letting alex mack test the market you got an offer sheet sign right obviously that was a transition tag not you know free agency but same thing they're like okay hey you know go see what you're worth and well, we'll, if, we'll, you're, we'll pay you what you're what you're worth i'm guessing if dallas could use both tags i mean you're only allowed to use the one you can only use the 
franchise tag or the transition tag. So I'm guessing if they could have used both, they would have slapped the transition tag on on Demarco and been sure. like, "Go, go find your value." You know? Yeah, for sure. Just because I mean, the value what you pay the average, you know, is just. And then the, if you could franchise a running back, it's almost worth just franchising them. You know, that way you're only paying them year to year. Right. But you're still paying big money, but still. Well, but, uh, I don't know if there's a lot of guys getting paid big money anymore. Like, how what running backs are really getting paid? Sean McCoy, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. So, I mean, it takes the top five, and, you know, so. And he put it, up those numbers yeah. to, to get that money. I mean, nobody's going to pay him $13 million a year, $12 million a year. But, I mean, I could see him getting $8 million a year. I mean, he's still 27, so he's, like, right there in his peak of his prime. You know, you give him a you give him a four year deal. No, he's probably most likely not going to see all four years. Right. You know, you get at least two elite years out of him in the right situation. Well, I think I think that's where the Cowboys are at right now because yeah. they got they're they're like their windows closing with Romo. I mean, he's got a couple years left. And the guy would still be thinking AP, right? Jerry's got to be thinking Adrian Peterson. I think Adrian Peterson is a fallback plan. Yeah, I mean, if it would be my number, that's what I, the way I'd go. Just but I, I think you can get Demarco cheaper. I think Adrian Peterson would be more expensive. I think AP wants to win, so I think he'd come in at a fair value. But we'll see. I don't know either personally. Right, right. Yeah, you know, keep my kids away from AP, and we're all good. Uh, <laughs> okay, so now let's get in talk. Let's now finally let's get on these rookies. Eleven minutes in, let's talk about some right. rookie wide receivers. Here we go. We, 2015 rookie class wide receivers. Hit the wide receiver music, Matt. <laughs> yeah, number one coming in for us. We both can agree our number one receiver is Kevin White. Oh, <laughs> I knew I was going to throw you for a loop there, Ooh. my man. <laughs> There's a, hey, Kevin White, and now I this is where I'm different on anybody. So let's talk about, let's just bring this group up here, because there's, there's a clear tier one here. And some would say it's a clear just tier, like there's two people in this tier. I mm-hmm. say there's three. Mm-hmm. And that's Mari Cooper, Alabama, Kevin White, West Virginia, and Devontae Parker, Louisville. Now, nobody has Devontae Parker number one. It's either Cooper or Kevin White, which whatever one is your flavor of the day. Yep. And, you know, on most boards, Parker's number three. He's my number two. I have Kevin White number three. What? And most people have Kevin. There's a lot of people that have Kevin White number one. That's me. And now, and here's, I just want to get this out of the way to saying this. Between Amari Cooper, Devontae Parker, and Kevin White, I love all three of them. So it's not like when I say, well, I, I have Devontae Parker right. number two. It's not because I don't like Kevin White. I don't think Kevin – I mean, I texted you after watching this film. I'm like, wow, I just finally got done mm-hmm. watching all his film. This guy is good. He's an animal. But, you know, as we get into him, I'll tell you why I have sure, him number three. Sure. So you want to – let's let's start with Amari Cooper. Yeah, we'll start with Amari. he's I, my I, number one. I know, I know. And we'll the show does start saying, with your host, You're right. Rich Dotson. Rich Dotson. I mean, I know it's our show, yeah. but – you know, and his nerdy friends. My, my <laughs> name comes in the in the promo. All right, do we have promos? I guess. Yeah, we got something. Check that out on your local PBS channel. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Samari so Cooper, six one two eleven, Alabama, uh, ran a four four two at the combine, and I would say this guy is the clear cut best route runner in this class. Oh yeah, absolutely. I make hands hands down. He makes he make he makes such sharp cuts out of his breaks mm-hmm. that. There's nobody in the NFL that can cover, you know, like almost like think of like the Julian Edelman touchdown or was it Amandola, whatever, in the Super Bowl. You know, they, they, he overthrew him first and came right back to the play in a sharp cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't cover You can't cover that. And that's what Amari Cooper can do. I mean, his route running is some of the best. I mean, honestly, some of the best I've seen coming out. Yeah, for I mean, It's the best I can remember out of a rookie. I mean, for sure this year. I mean, I think it was him. I think we ranked him, and then I said maybe Nelson Algalar. Algalar is next in the in the line. Yes, and then, and I then, agree with that. And then I think uh, Tyler Lockett runs some pretty good really routes as well. Really crisp yeah. routes mm-hmm. too. I, and I, and that's pretty much my one, two, three as well for route running wise, yep. right there. And Cooper. Now, like you said, you have Kevin White as your number one, and I I understand that Kevin White. Besides, like maybe Doriel Green Beckham, like ceiling wise, he probably has the highest ceiling yep. maybe even out of green beckham you know because but i'd still say to me i think doriel green beckham has the highest ceiling out of all these guys personally just my opinion yeah uh but then i'd say kevin but it's not, again it's kevin white's like we're talking hair splitting here too so kevin oh, this, white, is, this is totally hair splitting yeah like i'm not like oh my god I, i'm never gonna move off kevin white as my number one but right now he really you're happy did. to get all any three of these oh, guys yeah. right Absolutely. so well first let me ask you is Devonte parker your number three yes okay so there we go mm-hmm. i want to make sure like well no technically rich <laughs> Uh, well, I've so got this guy, like ceiling, like ceiling wise, Kevin White 
has a higher ceiling. To me, Cooper is the best and safest play in this whole draft. Again, he might be, you know, like a Reggie Wayne. You know, Reggie Wayne, really good for five years. Peak there was really, really good, and then you know, still, but still consistent even afterwards. That's like a good comparison. Good route runner. Uh, he's still six one two eleven, so he's got the size. And what I like, like Mike's favorite thing is pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, he's leaving Alabama as their all time reception leader with leader with two hundred twenty eight. Uh, he's leaving all time in yards and three thousand four hundred sixty three and touchdowns with thirty one. Set the, their single season record this year with 124 catches. 124 catches for 1,727 yards and 16 numbers. Those numbers are disgusting. And we're talking SEC football, so he's not doing. He's not doing it against Youngstown State out here. I mean, he had a heck of a game. I think it was like 90 yards. But he still had the two touchdowns against Ohio State, and Ohio State had one of the best defenses in all of football, especially towards the end of the year when they played. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's done it. Again, I mean, 124 catches anywhere is disgusting. Um, so, again, he's to me, he's the safest safest play. I love his route running. He's going to be somebody that's going to catch you eight balls a game. Oh, yeah. And he's going to give you consistent numbers. And he's going to, I mean, he has a chance to be a true wide receiver, one, hands down. But, I mean, again, his upside is not as high, but he is one of the safe. People say, well, people ask me on Twitter, like, well, how safe is he? Is he safer than this guy or this guy, Age Green? I'm like, well, in my eyes, the two safest receivers I've known to come out in a long time are, to me, Sammy Watkins last year and AJ Green. Yeah, they well, were both clean. And you go before yeah, that, yeah. obviously Calvin. Right, right. And everybody, everybody knew Calvin coming in was like once in like every 20 year kind of. You know, he's like once every so often. Mega like, freak. Yeah, disgusting. But like AJ Green for me, watching his tape and him coming out was like for sure. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, there's like. He is for sure as I could possibly be. Same thing about Sammy Watkins. Like, it's for sure as I could possibly be. And, you know, like Mike, Mike Evans. Like, I feel really good about Mike Evans. He was my number two coming out for sure. But there's still, you know, limited amount of football playing time. There's He's not, to me, wasn't for sure. There were still a couple of question marks on, on yeah. him for sure. Yeah. And, and Amari Cooper, I just don't, I think he runs such good routes. He's able to get off, you know, off the line, off the jams, using his quickness and, and just, Pure, I mean, just just great yeah. quickness. Basically, is is how he gets off the line. He's so smooth and fluid, man. Very. I mean, and he has no issues with his hands or anything None. like that. The only thing I didn't really see him do was like make the tough contested catches. But I I even wrote in my notes like I was taking the notes. I'm like, you know, you don't you don't see him like make catches in traffic. But it's because he's always open because he's always making like yeah. really good routes and exactly. really good cuts. And it's like. It was probably really easy to be his quarterback, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's tons of, like, when I go through my notes and I'm watching tape, I do the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I always, there's always a con to everybody. Right, absolutely. And, you know, obviously, like, the only thing I have down here for Cooper is, you know, he lacks elite straight-ahead speed. That's it. But that's... He's fast enough, though. He is. He ran yeah. a 4-4-2, so yeah. he is fast enough. You're right. But, I mean, that's that's what I came up with. That's my point. That's what I came up with, you my, know, because... My, my biggest knock on him was not a good blocker. He he, he <laughs> oh. really wasn't. It would, but I, mean, I had to, I had to put something, you know. And neither like, was Randy Moss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, but that's the kind of things. Like if I'm if I'm nitpicking, like that's the only thing I can come up exactly. with. That's pretty good. Clean. And, guy, the other guys know. have you know things you could pick on a little bit more. But Cooper, that's that's the best I can come up. With. That's the best you can come up with. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this guy, like you said, has really solid hands. Gets out of his breaks really, really well. He can make the acrobatic catch. He he did that in college. He showed that he can do that. Um, and he's very polished. You know, he. He can play inside, he can play outside, he can move all over the place, mm-hmm. and he has really good body control, and he catches the ball with his hands, which is, again, a hu- if you're a receiver, that's just a huge thing to watch. Which receivers catch with their hands, which receiver let catches it, with their body. Yeah, if you, you let it get in the body, times, yeah, that's no know? good. I.e., kind of like a Devin Smith does that sometimes, but mm-hmm. still has good hands. Uh, so, again, I mean, Mario Cooper has a high ceiling and a high floor is the best way to put it, in my eyes. I agree. Yeah, there's... There's no safer guy. I'll I'll tell you that for yeah. sure in this draft. And when you pick that high, I mean, you're mm-hmm. looking for safe. Mm-hmm. And right now, overall, I mean, my rookie rankings. I mean, it's really miss. You know, obviously until the I'll, I'm waiting until the NFL draft to do our like. Right now, we have it by tier. You know, quarterbacks, rookie, running backs, uh, wide receivers, tight ends. It's all just tier. There's no top fifty overall. Right. It's, gonna, it's hard to do it overall at this point. I'm just gonna wait till they go to teams because why even waste my time? It changes drastically and. Cooper's one of those guys, like, yeah, you could take Gurley, but, you know, he has. I think he's going to be a stud. He's one of the best running backs come out in a long time. 
And but you know you're not even getting immediate returns out of him until midseason probably. It depends what team he goes to. Maybe not until next year. Right, because he'll be coming off the, the injury and. And you know Gordon's. You know if Gordon goes to Indy. I can see the case. Somebody saying, "Hey, I'm taking Gordon's because I feel like he's safer." And then there's Cooper or there's White. I mean, who you like? So, but Cooper getting somebody like him for somebody that's not going to be the number one overall pick in almost a lot of drafts. I mean, you're getting a really good football player here. Who you're going to look back at him like, "Wow, I can't believe I got Mari Cooper at number." Four, you know, because you're, draft, crazy. you're yeah. drafting one Gurley, Gordon, Kevin White, and then right. you got Cooper at four. That's to me, that's stealing. That is stealing. Because yep. even going to like in hindsight, going into last year, you know, I, you know, obviously you'd say Odell Beckham. I mean, he's like going number one overall startup drafts now. So, you know, but and I, if I'm looking like last year was such a good class, I'd have him behind Mike Evans, I'd have him behind Sammy Watkins, but I'd probably have Cooper right there around number three on my board. Uh, yeah, if we're comparing this uh, last year, yeah, yeah, eh. but not you because you have Kevin White higher than him, so he can't be number three. Right, as I say, eh, eh, eh. I might actually have Kevin White ahead of uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans from last so year. So you really like Kevin? White. Yeah, I really like Kevin. Okay, White. Well, well, let's. So, so, but Cooper, you, we both all agree he's safe pick, very um, safe, and. Going into the draft wise, you know, it's rumored that the Raiders might take him, but now they may take Kevin White. And then there's rumor that the Jets might take him or Minnesota or the Rams. I really like to see him go to Minnesota. I'd like to, you know, with Teddy. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd like to see him go to the Rams because he'd be like the number one there for sure. He's playing inside a dome. Uh, and I still don't even think, I don't think the Raiders, I, I prefer not to see him go to the Raiders, but people say, oh, well, whoever goes to the Raiders sucks. But like Derek Carr is up and coming. They might sign Randall Cobb, and they'd be the true number one. He'd get a lot of looks in Oakland. He would definitely get a lot of looks. I mean, I don't think, I don't think Oakland is the black hole that it used to be. I would, I would rather him go there than Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. As as a Browns fan, I I don't wish it. that upon anybody any, at this point. Any receiver like Josh I, McCallum I, throwing in the like, ball. When I think about, it, I think Devontae Parker is going to get drafted by the Browns, and to me, that like, oh, that sucks. Whoever whoever gets you know, it's like. You're going to have a crappy quarterback. There's nobody else to even throw the ball to. You're like, you're just in a bad situation, man. Right. You know what I mean? And they, and they want to be a run-first yeah. team. Right. So, um, I, Cooper's one of the people there's no bad situation for me, I guess. And, like, say say it does go, like, Kevin White to the Raiders. And this is what I say. We're now have Devontae Parker number two, but if Parker goes to the Browns, it's gonna, you know, and then White goes to, like, Minnesota, well, it's close enough for me. I'm going to move White up to number two. So, let's get into Kevin White. You know, the the transfer. From where did he go to school? Beforehand, I don't or, know. Um, or, uh, he went West Virginia, finished a career. West Virginia, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I had, I had, a, I don't know if I have it written down. It doesn't matter. But anyway, he's a JUCO transfer, six three two fifteen, runs a four three five. Monster, super fast. And you know his first year WVU, nothing special. But then his second year, hello, yo, hundred nine receptions. 1,447 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns. 10 touchdowns. And and that's even coming with, like, he had three, like, okay to not-so-great games, you right, know? Right. He played Oklahoma State on, in October. He had three catches for 27 yards and a touchdown. Again, so this is some good competition. They kind of – this is one of my worries, just a little bit, just a minor one. But, you know, versus OK State, he only had three catches, 27 yards and a touchdown. Versus TCU the very next week, he had three catches for 28 yards. And then uh, when the last games of the year against Iowa State, he had four catches for 48 yards. So something crazy. Yeah, Where, like, yeah. Devontae Parker had every game except for one, he had over 100 yards. Every game he came back. Yeah, well, Devontae Parker, like, went berserk. He had those last six games and just he's went a beast. nuts and, and we start, almost and I, 900 yards. We'll of, talk about him next. Cause right. I'll, and this is why I'm going to tell you. And I'll tell you why I like Devontae Parker better than Kevin White. Well, did you watch? I mean, did you see the game of, of, of him versus uh, Alabama? Kevin White. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he it's did disgusting. awesome. Yeah. He did, he did great. And that's like the best that's competition. That's the best film I saw. And um, it was the best competition of the year. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, it, and I'm just being, I'm just saying, yeah. but there was those three games. Right. You know, it's just there. So, right, right. you know, I watched the Alabama game. Well, you highlighted, you said those, that's some of the best competition and he did bad. I just wanted to give an example of probably the best competition he played and he did awesome. He did well, amazing. Get to that part. Yeah, all right. All right. Okay, being all right. so damn rude. Could be so negative on my guy over here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I and when I got done watching that Alabama tape, because I saved that the best that for last, and I I came away just like, wow, he is going to be a stud. Like after I got done watching Alabama tape, I told myself I was like, maybe I should move him up to number two. Yeah. But I promised myself this year I'm sticking to my guns until the draft. Like I'm not letting 
like some of that stuff changed me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, changed my mind because I do have some other things here that I like to talk about. And uh, you know, he he jumps well. And but you know what I saw watching his tape, where he has a lot of what's that? A lot of quick screens and a lot of curl routes. He's great after the catch, though. Which reminds me, same thing. The Browns use yeah. Josh Gordon. They do tons of quick screens right. on that because that's that's what's great when you have a guy like that who's big and fast. You give him the ball. They break on that cornerback so quick if they don't get their hands on them, they're you know you're you're getting ten yards. Exactly. Like so I love that play. It's, I'm not saying it's a negative, but I saw that a lot. Like that, that was his strong suit. Like his the quick screens and the curl routes. Like he's really good into that curl route. I agree. Yep. You don't see he obviously doesn't run as crisp of routes as, as Amari Cooper. It's no. really pretty evident. But no one does. No. So I mean, I, I wrote down that you know he he needs some work in that area, but. He's good. He's a good route runner. He's not like a sloppy route runner where he's like rounding off routes and lazy or anything like that. Yeah, they weren't hor- they yeah. were they're average. The routes he exactly. did run. Exactly. The, the only thing is he didn't run like he had a, either again, the screen pass, right. the curl, or a lot of straightforward routes. A lot routes. of straight and posts and, and you know, and stuff like that. But again, when you have a guy like that, that size coming from you, that's what you're gonna why not? You know, again, you're not you're trying to win football games. Why right. wouldn't you use right. him for that? He's able to outrun people, he's you know, you can chuck it up in double coverage and he'll go up and get it. Yeah, he's he, one of those type of guys. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, he wins at a catch point. Right. Uh again, he catches with his hands, he's mm-hmm. physical too. Um so again, my only, my only negative, you know, and you know what else I saw a lot too. He uses, uh, he uses that stutter step a lot, like a little bit too much. Like where kind of like he needs that instead of like doing that, like right in the beginning of the route, like he'll do that stutter step. It's like, dude, just go. Just, well, they get off the jam uh, at the line type of thing. Yeah, I did see that, but I mean, that's how you get. I did notice that that's kind of his go-to move. Like he might need a counter to that in the NFL he, to get off the line. He needs to change that then. Right, he does. Right. And, but does that worry me? No, that's just a coach saying, hey, dude, don't right. stutter stuff like that anymore. You're wasting too much time. You're wasting, like, you know, you only got, the quarterback's only got four seconds, dude. Right. Don't take a second stutter step now. Go, just go. Get into your route. Right. And I understand what you're saying. Like, sometimes it works, but he does it a lot. When he's getting pressed, that's what he does. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I saw that a lot, and it he was kind of like one of those things. He, yeah, he did enough to point out to me, I'm like, kind of like, eh, you know, like, let me put a note down here. Like, right. you should probably change that. I think he's physical enough that he's going to be able to, man up on those DBs a little bit more in the NFL and, and get off the line. He's definitely physical. He needs to be enough. taught. Yeah, he needs to be taught that. I mean, but yep. he, yeah, he's strong, man. He's physical, man. He's, I said, I mean, his knocks, Kevin White's knocks just didn't do it enough for me. You know, again, if I'm, I'm thinking knocks, you know, right. just, these aren't bad things. Again, I, I'm splitting hairs here. I, I still love him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I, when I said we had knocks on Cooper, like, it's hard to find one. White, you know, he only did it for a year right. at West Virginia. Uh, his route running needs to be worked on, which is can be worked on. He he showed me enough where I'm not worried about it, I guess. Right. And uh, the stutter stepping, I mean, that's kind of that's really about it. So route, but besides that, I mean, he has all the pedigree to be a, a number one receiver. He's gonna be, he could be a beast. It's about being in the right system, and if he can just work on those couple little things to take his game to the next level. I agree. He's I, gonna be good no matter what. I think. I wrote that he's a very good blocker. I throw that in. Yeah, also. he's physical. He's a. Yeah. I mean, he really is. He 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 looks like one of those guys that you could kind of tell when a wide receiver doesn't really want to be in a play on, oh, on, on a running time. play. Yeah. If you're just if you're like just watch the wide receivers, like they kind of like you give them eh, a light little shove, eh, yeah. Like they <laughs> like kind of just kind of like don't, don't, don't playing two hand touch with the with the DBs, but he like actually like drives guys out of bounds and stuff like Patty yeah, exactly. Patty. Like if. Hey, hey, it's a run play. Just uh, let me kind of block you. <laughs> <laughs> you playing like football back in the day, yeah, like, yeah, right. dude, yeah. dude, dude, I'm tired. Dude, dude I'm, I'm tired. I just ran straight three times back here. Don't run fast. Don't, don't run fast for me. Come on. <laughs> like that's what the, some of the guys look like. That, but he, I mean, he's like very physical in, in his blocking and, he, and he's tenacious. That. Which is good. I like that. I mean, it's, it's absolutely. It's just one. It's just one more thing that coaches are going to love. Get his keep you on the field. Get him on the field. Exactly. Yeah. So. Really, up, really high upside in Kevin White. And again, if you tell me that you're taking Kevin White number one, I'm like, no, nope. like I can almost see that more. Like I like Devontae Parker a little bit more, <laughs> but like, I won't argue with it. I'm like, okay, right. I get why you're doing it. You're mm-hmm. you're shooting for the stars. Me, I'm playing a little bit more safe and taking Cooper. Yeah, to, to put a bow on Kevin White, I think he's um a little bit. He's less he's less polished than Cooper. But he's got a higher upside for me, and that's why I have him number one and Cooper number two. And what I'll say too about the one year is like, you know, you can't hold, you can never hold it against somebody for getting better. That's what you do. You know, you played JUCO, you came to West Virginia, night and day difference, and you did okay. Right. But you know, after playing a year in the system, you came out the next year and you killed it. And kudos to you. You know, and the dude's big. I mean, he's and some dudes are just late bloomers. You know, maybe maybe he wasn't physically ready, and that's you know he went to yeah. JUCO and 
his grades probably weren't ready. That's why he went to the JUCO as well. And, probably and, you had know, a reason to do it. Yeah, got it. You know, you run a four three and you're six three. You should be able to go wherever you want to go. Right, and then he matures. I mean, dude, put up twenty three reps at the at the combine. So I mean, he's physically there. Finally, maybe he wasn't to begin with. <laughs> yeah, maybe they asked him, "Hey, what's four hundred nine divided by four? And he said, "Orange." <laughs> you never know. You man. never know. Uh, so who knows those crazy questions people yeah. ask people? So Kevin White, uh, five star prospect for you. Yes, I think so. Me too. Yep. Tier one for me is always going to be the five star. Yes. Tim Cooper and Devontae Parker. Um, and I actually like Doriel Green Beckham a little bit more than most people. Uh, I got in this huge, like, on Twitter thing. I, I mentioned that Calvin. Oh, we'll, we'll get into it. Let's get into Devontae Parker. Right. And we'll the GGB because that's going to be the biggest. He's going to be the biggest debate out of everybody. So, Devontae Parker, the guy I have number two overall. Mm-hmm. Six foot three, 209. Doesn't run a 4'3, but he runs a 4'4'5. Four, four, has really long arms and great hands. Awesome leaping ability and body control. And he high points the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Again, now, he only, here's a good stat for you guys out there. Devontae Parker, since 2012, has only had three drops. Wow. That's how good his hands are. Since 2012, he's had three drops. Now, this is a guy that he, you know, he missed seven games um, because of his foot. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I think if he would have not missed those seven games, I think he would be like, you know, hey, this guy is number two. Or, he would be way more on people's radars yes, for sure. I don't mean for, for sure. some people just look at the stats and go, oh, dude, all he did was, you know, 855 yards. You don't realize that was in six games and it was the last six games of the season, too. It's not like he's injured now. Yeah. I mean, in, in the games he played, he had 43 catches, mm-hmm. 855 yards, five touchdowns, um, which for 1999, he had 19.9 yards per reception, which is 10th in the nation. So, again, three drops in, since 2012. He arguably has the best hands in this draft. And, listen, when I have a wide receiver, I want them to catch the ball. You know, big knock on Devin Funches, he drops a lot of balls. Yep. You know, Devontae Parker never drops balls. And you talk about a guy with the wingspan that he has that does not drop balls, who's acrobatic, they can adjust to the ball. He has all the elements here to be a true number one wide receiver. I, I, again, I'm just a big fan of everything he's done. Like, I, I just love his tape where it's just, it's, he's nothing like, you know, Kevin White does stuff. It's like explosively like, wow, he's right. Kevin Devontae Parker's just really good. Just does everything really, really yeah. good. Yeah. i tell you like, what. You I, know, like AJ Green, he does, he just everything. I mean, obviously he's tall too. So he makes those acrobatic catches, but he does like, he's not like explosive. He's just right. like a really good wide receiver. Get, he gets it done day after day. But here's a little thing that I, I just kind of like, cause I, I plug in everybody's stats and everything in a uh-huh. spreadsheet spreadsheet so i did like a fantasy points per game column and i mean the only guys that are higher than his fantasy points per game oh actually it's just amari cooper that's it that's it i mean 26.42 fantasy points per game is what is what his college day from last year would be gross it's ridiculous i mean could i mean could could you use that on your team i know i could yeah well he's your number three russ he's my number two I mean, the only splitting hairs, <laughs> splitting hairs, totally. I mean, no, that's I didn't know him, you did that. Kevin, that's awesome. Yeah, him, Kevin White, and Amari Cooper. Tw- I mean, tw- Amari Cooper, twenty-eight. Kevin White, twenty-four. Devontae Parker, twenty-six. Like you said, don't you want that for your dynasty team? I would. I would. I would love that in my starting lineup. I don't know about you. Love, love, love Devontae Parker. Yep. He's just he's just one of those guys again who I think is going to be really, really good, borderline Pro Bowler in the right system. He could even take a game to the next level and be mm-hmm. a Pro Bowler. Right. I mean, one thing I like about him too is that. He makes really like he's a big guy, six three, two oh nine. Makes really good cuts for his size. Again, his route running is really nice. I mean, okay, no, let me take that back. He can he can tighten up his route running. He can work bit. he can work on it a little bit. Tighten up, but I, the way he cuts though, like the way for his size, he makes some really nice cuts. The, the um, thing is, he makes ridiculous catches. So I mean, if he's if he's a little off in his route and and the you know the ball's a little off from where you know like he's not where he's supposed to be, but the ball is huge. Wingspan. He can he can make the catch either way. Yes, he, he, it doesn't matter. Like he makes up for the little bit of route running deficiency he has by having like ridiculous hands. So yeah, I, I, I think it's only going to get better as far as route running, at least normally it does in that NFL. So I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, I, I completely agree again. Again, and this again, cause I saw more him do it more mm-hmm. that I liked. Again, that's why I like Devonte Parker a little bit more. Cause he's to me, he's more, he's more of a sure thing than Kevin white, I guess. Because there's no, there's no for sure thing. Like I think there Amari are Cooper, no, yeah, yeah. Amari but to Cooper's me, pretty safe, but. I, I mean, this is what we do. We wash the tape, we make our mm-hmm. evaluations, and you say, what you, you, "This is what you get with." Can I see Kevin White somehow busting out? Yeah. Can I see Devontae Parker busting out? Yeah. I mean, but 
I think there's again. I I want all three of these guys on my roster. You know I don't mean? think either, uh, honestly. Yeah, if you were like a hey, Kevin White, Amari Cooper, and Parker, are any of them going to bust out? I'd say no. They're... Eighty inch wingspan Parker has. That's ridiculous, man. He's like a soaring eagle up there. <laughs> Pterodactyl like even. Eighty inches. Is that like a pterodactyl has like no, Dude, I don't know. know. <laughs> Pterodactyls aren't alive anymore. Have you never met a pterodactyl? Yeah, sorry. I don't even know. I can remember going to like the history museum and seeing what a pterodactyl even how big they really were compared to Aren't they chickens now? Or is that T Rex turned into a chicken? Dude, I don't know. Come on, Bill and I. No, sorry. Yeah, I don't know either, so what am I talking about? <laughs> You know, some guys are like, well, technically, mm, the chicken is uh, the T-Rex. <laughs> so, so so, just as a side note, uh, okay. while we're talking about really long arms. A little side of arms. Kevin White's arms are only uh, like a half inch shorter than his. Mm-hmm. So, half, in, half an inch. A fingertip like, catch. That is, That could be the difference. Talk to Odell Beckham that, about that. That could be the difference, but it probably won't be. You know, I'm excited because I'm excited because after such a deep class, here coming out of last year the best receiver class i've ever seen that we still have some good it didn't get followed up with a complete clunker yeah, yeah. you know it's like really yeah. it's like it's a really good class like last year's running back class wasn't too sweet you yeah know what I mean? it was a little, little rough well this one looks nice and well even though they're talking about my man uh Monte Freeman, pretty good over there in Atlanta. They are, they are. They are. Cross my uh, fingers on that and hope they're not BSing <laughs> before the draft. But I mean, we're talking. We have some prospects in here. Like to me, it's like you know, because then there's because Dora Green Beckham's an interior of his own for me. You know, because it goes White, Parker, and Cooper, then Beckham, and then it goes. I have Jalen Strong on the outside of Beckham. So get to get back to the stars. I I I give White and and Cooper probably five stars. I think Devontae Parker for me is like four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Okay. He's like just a ee, just a hair like a he. What so what concerns you? Like what 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 is your like everything we just talked about? Like we all just talked about some really sweet stuff here, you know. I know there's just something about him. I I and I can't really put my finger on it because he's really really good. Yeah, but he's, may, he's, I mean his tapes. When you watch his tape, he's really good. But it's nothing like I like I said. I came away watching the Alabama game from Kevin White. And you're like, oh man. Yeah, that's a thing. Give me some of that. There's there's less. There's less wow factor, I think, with Devontae Parker. Like you were saying, like he's so he, good, he makes it look easy. Yeah, but when I when I watch Kevin White, I'm like, yes, that's what I need right there. Like uh-huh. that dude is a monster. Like I, I, I guess I, and you just don't get that from Parker. So I, I don't and, my... Coop, and Cooper, you're like, holy crap, that guy has like amazing route running skills. Yeah. So I mean, like, and and Devontae Parker, I'm like, man, he is really good at everything. Like really, really good yeah. at everything. See, I don't let the wild factor kind of get in my way on this. Because if I want like mm. if I want real wild factor, I'm looking at Dorio Green Beckham's highlight tapes, and I'm going, "Wow, this guy is he's crazy." And well, he just... if if Dorio Green Beckham played this year, he, I for me, I think he'd be up above these. You know, yeah. definitely uh, Devontae Parker. And who, who knows? knows wild who knows how high it would be? That we were talking about doing two episodes on wide receivers. Yeah, we might have to pull this out to three. Huh? We're gonna have to do three guys because we're. <laughs> We're here at 40 minutes. We're still in the top three receivers, which, but you know what? Every, if we learned from last year in the podcast, when there's a lot to talk about and get excited about for these top guys. Right. And then you fly in the, the ends, you know, the, the paragraph. Like I said, when I do my notes, like I showed you earlier, like when you talk about Cooper, Parker, White, Beckham, you know, it's like, right, you, you have like, paragraph, 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 two sentences, three sentences, three sentences. Three sentences. <laughs> like, okay. He needs, yeah. he needs to clean this up. He needs to do this right. to, have, to be successful. So, right. Um, we'll see, but it's probably gonna be, yeah, it's probably gonna turn into three episodes because we probably have enough to do like maybe two more guys. Yes, I agree. So, um, so top it off, those are the consensus top three. Those are pretty much the consensus top three anywhere you look. But if you're looking, you should be looking at dynastynerds.com. Booyah. And listen on iTunes and Stitcher and mm-hmm, rate us. Mm-hmm. Please. Put, no, I'm not begging. Please. Yeah, I don't beg for it, man. Um, so all three guys, um, and then again, to me, let me put it this way too. I guess for right now, there's seven guys that I consider, like, if you have a top seven rookie pick that I feel like you're hitting home runs on. And that's these three receivers. Mm-hmm. I would add Doriel Green Beckham in that mix, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, and Jameis Winston. Ooh. Like, for me, that's yeah. my, like, for se- like, if I had, like, a top seven pick. Those are all, they'll, dude, those are all great prospects. I feel great. Yeah. Like, I feel coming away, like, I just hit, like, I'm coming away saying, man, I just killed that draft. I, get, I got somebody here that I could build around. And... For me, like for for example, the Dynasty Nerds League, mm-hmm. I have the sixth pick. So, and I'm not taking Jameis Winston. What happened there? Uh, I had uh the third most points. It just but the record didn't 
work out that who way. Has, who has the last pick in that one? Uh, that would be uh. That would be you. Championship. Oh, yeah. Championship. The trophy's sitting right I'm here. I'm just staring you. right at it. It's yeah. beautiful. Sitting, gotta get, get your name engraved on it. Yeah, it is a beautiful glorious. trophy. It's, it's Which goes sure out is. to show you, if you have a dynasty league and you don't have a trophy, you need a trophy. Yeah. And not just a trophy like you pass around, a trophy that gets your name engraved on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it sits there forever. I mean, our dynasty nerds league had, if you want to, you can tweet at me and I will send you a picture out. I have a picture on my phone. It is almost Heisman esque. It is almost Heisman esque. And. You know, it says the Dynasty Fantasy Football Champions and your name in the year get engraved on there and sign there forever. And I'll tell you what, man, the money, whatever you play for, again, it's, that's really secondary, nice. secondary to the I'm telling you, it glory. is. You want, you want that trophy uh, so bad. You want those bragging rights for a year. When you do your rookie draft, you want to show up with that trophy. In oh, hand. man, I can't wait. But when you get it, I'm telling you, when you actually have the trophy, and for all of your, everybody out there that has a trophy knows if you do it the right way, the trophy is what you really want. And again, once your name goes on there, the money will come and go, but your name's on there forever. And then this is Dynasty League. So once you start, oh, you know, yeah. can you imagine, like, Dynasty, you're, we're in, you're going year 13 for the Dynasty mm-hmm. Nerds League. And, you know, people come over and, you know, your name's on there three times. They're like, ooh, mm. ooh look at you, fancy look fellow. Look at you. You built a dynasty. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait. Isn't Mike Yosevich in your league? <laughs> I, don't, I don't see his name on here. I don't see his name on there. So I, I see, see some name. other guy named Mike. Oh, and, uh, oh look at, oh, man, yeah. here's your, oh, took uh, you 13 years, huh? Well, yeah, it's, I, a di- it's a dynasty it's league. It's a dynasty. <laughs> hey. You know, I you... did my original draft really poorly. And you built? I, no, I, I, I went really young on my original one, and I wrote in the notes. See you in 2009 or something goofy. And uh-huh. then I ended up blowing it up like halfway through that again. So See you in 2014. Yeah, whatever. Hey, hey it came uh, to fruition. As long as you get there, right? Yeah. That's the most important thing. So I highly recommend getting a trophy, guys. So if you want to tweet at me, at Dynasty Rich, I'll send you guys a picture out of ours. And you'll see mine. And you're like, wow, I got to get that. Hey, and even if you're in, even if you're in like year three of your Dynasty League, get the trophy. Oh, yeah. Backlog the Backlog names. Get them engraved. Yeah, no big deal. Because you know what? Once they see their name on that, the person that won the first year, that'll see... Their name on there, they're like, oh, man, I need to get that back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's pretty cool when you have it out because you got to put it out somewhere where when you're when you're entertaining, people can see it. Oh, yeah. You know, the wife will be like, hey, what, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Quiet lady. down. You're talking to a champion over here. Exactly. I do, I do, Respect. When I, when I win leagues, I do the Ashley, who's my <laughs> wife all the time. I'm like, whoa, 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 Ashley, you're talking to a champion, champion over here. Champion of okay? champions all right, right here. You know, Rub my feet. <laughs> no, I don't say rub my feet, but I, I do. I, I, ha, I actually have said to my wife, I'm like, hey, hey. And she gets, she's seen me with the trophy, and she gets a little like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm so <laughs> Just snuggling. With, I'm kissing it. You <laughs> snuggling know? with my trophy. Yeah, so, uh, so I have to disinfect that thing? Yeah, I, I would. I, I, we, you know. Who knows what Dynasty Tommy does with the last kiss. year? Yeah, who knows what he does yeah. with that thing? He, his name's on there a couple times. Yeah. Four. Oh, he's beat me so many times in championship game. I hate him. Uh. What a jerk. Yeah. So, moving on. And moving on. Let's cover, uh, we have enough time to cover at least one more guy here. Yes, I think we can get Doriel Green. So, we're done talking about trophies, right? I think so. I mean, championship belts are another way to go. See, and that, before we get back over here, let's get <laughs> champion belts. Championship belts is another way. And I know we're in a dynasty league together, and we're lobbying to get that belt. Yeah. I don't. I've never been in a league with a belt, I know. but I've seen them, yeah. and I want to be in a league yeah, with a belt. Yeah, exactly. I won that league before, and and I never even got the belt because we talked about the belt for a whole year, and then I came in like third place this year. So. Cold-blooded. I know. So I'm not, even if we get the belt, I'm not going to get to have the belt. But you can come back for it. Oh, my team is ready in that league. Yeah, a belt would be cool. Too. Any, oh. To me, anything to get your name. Again, the key is like you just have a trophy. You know, you pass like these third-grade soccer third-place trophies. You just have a trophy that says Dynasty Champion, but. No, Dude, no, you, need those, your, you need your name on it. Those man. belts nowadays have like the side panels oh, where you can them. get engraved all over them, man. That's those what I'm saying. Great. That's something you can engrave on. So I'm yeah. saying that you got to have, if you, my point is, if you get something to celebrate your wins, whether oh, it be yeah. a statue, uh, whatever, something you can have your name engraved on it in the year that you won. Oh, yeah. Because again, it's, it's so sweet when somebody comes over and you're like, Wow, dude, you you're pretty good. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of yeah. kind of have my own podcast and stuff too. You know, it's kind of what I do. Kind of a big deal. And then reality, I'm not really. Yeah, and then, I, and then we get back so to what reality. Pick, what pick do you have? I have the sixth pick. Six pick. Oh, so you're the you're the sixth? No, no, I was uh, that's six that's, that's, that's six out of twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but, but I had the third most points. Whatever, loser. Pipe down. But so, like I'm saying, in the sixth pick, like I'm, I'm extremely ecstatic that I think, I think I'm gonna get Doriel Greenbacker. That's what I what I think, and I'm really really happy about that. Do I know there's a lot of red flags? Yeah. 
Is there a lot of is there bust potential? Yeah, but almost like what you hate out of like Kelvin Benjamin minus the drops because he doesn't drop the ball like Kelvin Benjamin. His his route running isn't anything to be excited about. No, excited he, he about. doesn't. Ha- he hasn't had a you know a he doesn't run a full route tree. Let's yeah, put it so that way. Green Beckham. Let's, let's get back into the stats here before we get into it. Six five two thirty seven runs a four four nine. Now a four four nine for a guy that's six five two thirty one. That's pretty fast. That's I mean no, that's ridiculously yeah. fast. I mean Calvin sets a precedence because he runs a four three five or four three one. You know, but four four nine for a guy six five two thirty seven is disgusting. Disgusting. Disgusting, man. He's. I mean, he's basically. He's like a very. He's a true jump ball receiver. You can just yes. toss it up to him at any time. And he's that big, and he can jump that high. And he's his hands are. He's a hands Huge catcher. Catch radius. Yeah. yeah. He's a red zone machine. Yep. I mean, that's what it boils down to. So, like for him, me getting him, like I, I feel like no matter what, he's gonna score me touchdowns. And if you have, if you have a receiver that's scoring, you know, four catches for sixty yards, but he's scoring touchdowns. Yep. Hey, sign me. Touchdowns are touchdowns overrule everything. You know what I mean? That's 60 yards every time you're catching one. So, you know, we all if you don't know, Dorio Green Beckham, the big thing is he didn't play last year. Right. You know, he got kicked off the team in he Missouri. Got kicked uh, off in of Missouri. Right. Yep. April of 2014 after alleged role in a burglary. This is after being suspended twice for marijuana and being arrested for marijuana. Now, the, he was allegedly involved in alleged burglary, and in charge was never, uh, he never got in trouble for it. Right. But and there was no charges. Once that came up, you know, Missouri washed their hands because he already had multiple marijuana problems there was uh allegedly he threw a girl down the steps allegedly nobody knows if this is true or not because he wasn't he wasn't convicted of it so you know you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt here uh so but it's enough that we don't need necessarily need to judge him like that but it's enough that it's like ooh, there's a couple of red flags and you have to take into that that new account and what has what and now there's guys like des bryant you know, obviously this alleged video which happened in 2011 which people are like well should i move des bryant down my boards no no no, it's still Des Bryant. He's somebody that came to the league. league. Remember, Demaris Thomas went ahead of Demir, uh, Des Bryant because mm-hmm. of his red flags. Mm-hmm. He panned out. But you still have the Justin Blackmans, and you still have the Josh Gordons. Right. So Green Beckham is not only coming in with these red flags, but he's just coming in at, at a time where you have this Justin Blackman, Josh Gordon stuff, so people are way more overly, concerned. Overly sensitive. Yeah, and overly it. cautious mm-hmm. about it because they're like, hey, man, you know, the, these guys went in the first and the second for Josh Gordon supplemental, and look what – like. This, they both missed like two years of football because they can't get together. Now, it is saying that allegedly, well, allegedly, I don't know this for sure. Cause I don't know who he's hanging out with, but they're saying he surround he has surrounded himself with some good people. And for his credit, he went through the whole year last year at Oklahoma with no nothing going wrong. Right. So he made like he got in trouble and like he, it seems like at least from the outside looking in and not being a part of his inner circle or knowing a ton about him, like he cleaned it up. There's no way to know for sure. Nope. But it sounds like all reports are that he's matured. Yes, from this year off of football, it wasn't really a year off. He was able to practice, which is mm-hmm. which is really key. which is huge. Yeah, because I mean, a year off from football is really a lot different than just a year of of yes. practicing and participating and lifting weights and stuff like that. It's completely different. So from that respect, it's it's really really a good thing. But um, I don't, I don't know. I forgot where I was going with it, but he's he, a monster. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah, he's ridiculous. Again, I mean, he's he's very physical because mm-hmm. he's big, and he's just a guy like him. Even though he runs a four four nine, his speed is deceptive because of his size. You know right, he's he taking such big, big steps. Strides. Right. It looks like almost like how like Josh Gordon sometimes doesn't look like he's running as fast just as he can. Kind of glides past people. He glides past yeah. people because he's so big. So I mean, he uses his size well. You know, he attacks the football. He has great hands and he has great body control because he's athletic. He has a huge catch radius. He's a red zone machine. Yeah, he needs to work on his route running. But you know, most people coming out of college need to work on their route running. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's a fine art, mm-hmm. and that's what keeps you in the NFL. So, I mean, Green Beckham, again, I got a lot of flack on Twitter because I said, you know, he has like a ceiling of like Calvin Johnson, and I got tons of flack. People are just like, dude, there's no other Calvin Johnson. So I'm just like, well, he's kind of like like that kind of ceiling. You know, I mean, it's kind of a big, tall you can physical throw, receiver. Yeah, you I mean, can throw the guy the ball when he's not open. Yes, and he he'll come down with the catch. Like he's, he's big and yeah. fast. Like you know, AJ he's, Green is big, but he's lean. Right. So it's a, there's a difference. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That a twenty pounds of muscle and being physical is a huge, huge advantage over these definitely cornerbacks who aren't that big in the NFL. Right. And he he's one of those guys you could throw like a a slant to, and he'll 
juke a couple guys because he can do that a little bit too, and then just outrun guys yeah. and be gone. I mean, and you're not bringing him down just with like right. an arm tackle. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. You're not, you're you like Amari safeties, Cooper, you can grab safeties with him. jumping around with their arms, just like slapping his yeah. slapping his legs, and he's just gonna run right through it. Absolutely, because he's he's a big, strong, physical right. receiver. So, yep. I mean, his upside is through the roof. And some guy, the, the, the best guy, one of the guys wrote on Twitter saying, "Hey." Don't, how about not saying he has Calvin one poten- Calvin potential? Let's say he has wide receiver one potential, which is fair. And because one guy tried to comp him to, like, some people were comping to Vincent Jackson because Vincent Jackson's 6'5. And like, I think he ran one tenth of a second faster than uh, Dora Green Beckham. But at the same time, I scouted Vincent Jackson coming out of North Colorado. Mm-hmm. All right. And I was a big Jackson fan, right. and I drafted him in our thing, and I was I was big on you know I was mm-hmm. I was pimping him his rookie year, and the thing with Vincent Jackson is he doesn't catch the ball as well as Dora Green Beckham has. That's one thing I saw. Like if you're gonna comp him to Vincent Jackson, he catch Green Beckham catches the ball better than Vincent Jackson, and I mean Vincent Jackson is to me for a guy that like you know I had him on my team for ten years, you know drafted him, scouted him, loved him coming out, loved his combine. Um, when he went in the second round, I was like, good for him because he deserved to go there. That's from what I saw. And, but he's like, when I look back on Vincent Jackson's fantasy career is, one, it took him like a couple of years to even get acclimated to the NFL. It took him like two to three years to get acclimated. To the right, which wasn't really out of the norm, though, for no. that time either. Yeah, no, or even crazy. for now, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing too crazy. But, I mean, he started off really slow. In the beginning, like, he was like, you know, nowadays, like, you could probably start Doriel Green Beckham. Possibly, he'll do something. Um, but I mean, Vincent Jackson was to me, was he, was he a really, really good fantasy receiver? Yeah. Was he elite? No. Cause he was just, right. he was inconsistent. That was my best thing for Vincent Jackson. He'd get you 25 points, 22 points, three points. Right. I agree with that. Points, I think, he, I think four points. I think Doriel Greenbeckham is more dynamic. I think is the only way I could, it's a good way to say like it, put dynamic. my finger on like what the difference of those two guys is. Yeah. So I don't like, I just thought I, I got a lot of Vincent Jackson comps for him. And I don't like that for me I personally. Don't I don't like that comp. Cause I think he's, I think his ceiling is, and, and granted, like when Vincent Jackson came out, I thought his ceiling was going to be a lot higher than what it was, but what he got, what I, what he what became was fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I thought he could be higher, but it, he turned out to be still be really good. So right. it still worked right. out. Right. I see Doriel Green Beckham even farther. I mean, you're talking about one of the, like the greatest high school. I mean, this kid was a five star recruit, the number one high school recruit coming out. Uh, I remember him coming out and seeing his size as a high school kid. And I'm like, oh, this kid's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. You know, can he come to Ohio State? <laughs> oh, he's going to Missouri. Yeah, okay. Um, and he did it. He, he was successful in college. So I mean, he was just really. He's again, red flag. His biggest thing is his red flags and his route running. Besides that, you're talking about a guy that could be the number one. If it wasn't for all that stuff, and he would have played last year. You're talking about a top five pick. The NFL draft. Oh, and that opposed. Yeah. Yeah. So what's good is, and, and this is where I find myself lucky. Like, now, and people are like, oh, you're, cal- you're comparing to Vince, Vincent J- or Calvin Johnson. I'm like, guys, I'm like, he's my number six overall rookie. So I'm not, obviously, he's not like Vincent Jackson, Calvin Johnson came out the same year as Adrian Peterson. Right. And I still had, even though I it loved Adrian Peterson at the time and I thought he was going to be elite, I still had Calvin Johnson number one because he was in a league of his own. You know what I mean? Like, I thought Adrian Peterson was going to be sweet, and there was, like, no doubt in my mind, but there was no doubt. You know, obviously, you build around young receivers. You know, you get Calvin Johnson for 10 years or AP. Right, right, Calvin. right. So, to get a guy like that, to get a guy like Doriel Green Beckham here, so my argument was saying, hey, I don't think he's, like, Calvin. He's going to be for sure Calvin. I'm trying to give you, like, a ceiling point. You know, and if you disagree, that's fine. And, and again, is it very likely? No, it's really unlikely to ever even come close to Calvin. I mean, this guy caught two thousand yards receiving, but I mean, he's that kind of like physical. I guess that's my more comp to it. It's yeah. not like oh, it's, he's gonna put a Calvin numbers. I'm talking about his physicality and his body style. You know, the way the way he just dominates physically, like college guys, is what you see Calvin Johnson do in the NFL. So that's why I think where you get like the the comp there. Yeah. And they, there's not a lot of those receivers out there, period. And that's what this is what makes him special because right. there's not a lot of him out there. There's right. just not. Right. So he's hard to come by. So six five two, almost two forty that can run a four four is and you know yeah. There there's only so many human beings that can do that and line, and, yes. and and he makes plays and can catch the ball. You know, like so, so it's a legit. I think it's a legit comparison. And in, and in most drafts, you're gonna get him. He's probably gonna be because it's probably gonna be pretty consensus about mm-hmm. these guys unless somebody needs to reach for like somebody loves J J you know J you know or something like that. Uh, where somebody picks him, but if you say you're getting him at six, five, seven, he could end up being such a huge steal. Like, 
So at six, I'm kind mm-hmm. of taking a risk here. And I know that. You know you're getting a risk, but I feel like I'm getting a really, really good value. You know what I mean? I'm coming away really happy. Right, but at six, at six, you're 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 happy to take a risk like that because w- your other alternative is taking a guy with a lower a lower ceiling, you know, like a, yeah. like a lower ceiling type of guy. So, at six, like a Jalen Strong. Right, right. I, I would much rather just take I would roll the dice on the guy that's obviously a better talent and hope things. And work that's why out. I had a Winston seven because at that case I might as well just take Winston to try and get elite quarterback. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. And I, we, I know we listened. We had some really good feedback from you guys about Mike's take about Winston being the number one overall rookie. Right. So we got a lot of feedback from you guys, and Mike loved it because um, a lot of people agreed. After like listening to Mike, like, hey, man, you kind of really swayed my mind on Winston a little bit, the way you guys kind of broke it down. Um, so that's good. But, yeah, Green Beckham, it, it, again, he's and at least two. I mean, you always want to hit in those high picks. But, like, if you missed on Green Beckham, if he turned out to be a bum, just say somehow you – you're mad about it, but you kind of knew what you're getting yourself into. So it doesn't, does it still hurt? Yeah, but I guess it doesn't hurt as bad. Like if you hit Kevin White, for example, and he bust out, even though you're taking him higher, yes. Right. You're like, oh, it's like, you're like, oh, man. You I thought I mean? this like, guy was going to be, yeah, yeah. What happened? Like Green right. Beckham's like, you know, get into it. Like there's some risk involved. Right, you're like, exactly. If you get kicked out of the league for marijuana, you're like, ah, oh, I should have, I, you know, I, boy. Oh, did, well, I was, I was shooting for the stars. Yeah. I was going for, you know, I was yeah, trying to hit a home like, run uh, there. Like, you, like you're more, like, you're more just because you're mad. He's like an idiot. You right. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because he sucks. Because you, again, his more trouble is not his like playing, it's his off field issues. So it's like, Okay, you know, Kevin White, like, if he plays, he's probably going to be at least decent. Like, like his worst case is, like, to me, like, his floor is, like, a high-level wide receiver three. Someone's catching not a lot, but catching some touchdowns and stuff like that for a couple of years. And, you know, where Steelen's definitely wide receiver one kind of material. Where, like, some people, some, like, say Kevin White just, like, you know, because he's only different year, he just completely bust out. Like, he just can't translate to the NFL. And then you're like, oh, man, I'm screwed. I just said this guy number one overall. That would be kicking the... Kicking the nits. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes, like, when you have those later picks, like, it's kind of like, uh, it kind of falls to, you know, the pick, like, it almost lets you make the pick itself. Like, when you have number one, you have to decide between Cooper, mm-hmm. Gurley, Gordon, Kevin White. You know, you got to decide between four people. At number six, I have my top six guys that are for sures that right. I love. So, it's like, all right, and I'm happy with any of those. Right. So, I'm actually kind of happy there. And, I mean, obviously, I'd be happier at five if I get, like, Devontae Parker. And I still think, like, if Parker's there at five, I'm going to try and make a move to move up one spot to get Parker. But know what is going to happen if I do that? Then Parker would be the bust. And going <laughs> over here, Beckham's going to be a superstar. <laughs> it's going to bounce on me all over, uh, come all the way back to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm actually really glad I wouldn't, like, I've never had the number one overall pick in any dynasty league. Hold on, let me pat myself on the back. But, like, this is a year, like, cause some years, like, you really, you know, like, you want, like, oh, dude, I can get Dez. You know what I mean? Or I can get Calvin right, right. or AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Like those kind of years you're excited about. Like this year, it's like, again, I really love Gurley, but it's like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to take him. You know what I mean? Like the, I don't, the, top, I, the top three or four guys for sure are that close that it, any one of those spots I'd be happy in. And you and really you should go with what you, like if you really need a running back, you should take Gurley. Right. And if you take Gordon, you know, so be, but you should take Gurley. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really need a receiver, then you bypass both of them. You take either Kevin White or Mark Cooper. And again, I suggest, I mean, again, it's just my rankings. I say you take Cooper and just, you get a really good receiver. Right. Well, yeah. You could go either way. So we got, <laughs> you so could got, go either way there at the wide receiver. Yeah, uh, you can go either way, huh? With the wide receivers. With the wide receivers only, not the, not the other guys. Yeah. Uh, so we got, so we talked about Mari Cooper. We love Devontae Parker. I, lo- I like a lot. You like. Yeah, yeah. Kevin four, White, four you, and a half out of five stars. Yeah, Kevin White, you love. I do love. I like. You like. Doriel Green Beckham, we like. We we both would rate him much higher if it wasn't for red flags. Yeah, like we're gonna go like, we're gonna go out and par- right now we're gonna go out and party with Doriel Green Beckham, have a really good time, but we're not gonna invite him over to for like dinner, you know, with the family, <laughs> you know, as of right now. He has, he has to prove himself first. Yep. He has to say, hey, hey, show me that you have a glass of wine and not go crazy. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> And go Jimmy Superfly snuck off off the top of the the railing. All right. Anybody knows who Jimmy's? Jimmy the Superfly snooker. He was Superfly. He was man. So yeah, I think we're gonna kind of stretch this out to uh, three episodes. I think we officially did by mm. uh, taking an hour to talk about four guys. But doesn't it feel good talking about those four guys? I mean, this is why we play Dynasty for these rookie prospects. They're big right? time prospects, though, so they're worth the time. Yeah, I mean, if one of them pans out, you get those AJ Greens, those Kevin mm-hmm. Whites, they pan out. Those are guys you build your team around. These are the guys that help you win championships. Absolutely, man. So I'm just happy that draft season's here. 
Oh, me too. Mm. Love draft season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and obviously, if you go and talk any rookies, you can definitely hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. Uh, you can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure to check out the site for we update our rankings again. Right now, they won't get too crazy until the NFL draft. It's kind of there. And as I watch more tape on like some of these like late round guys, I might switch. Because I'm still, I still haven't like watched all of Rashad Green's tape, and that's like one of the guys I'm kind of excited about. Uh, no, you don't like him. I'll give you my preview of him. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Justin Hardy. I like Justin Hardy. Okay, yeah. there you go. So mm-hmm. two guys. Yep. And so next week, uh, Matt might be able to make next week. He might not. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get into like Jalen Strong, mm-hmm. Devin Smith, Rashad Perriman, Nelson Algalore, Devin Funches, Sammy Coates. We, hey, we might even get that far because there's a lot to talk about those guys as well. That's right. There is a little heat though. I have. One of the guys I started way lower than most is Nelson Algalore. Mm-hmm. Has been slowly rising up. Mm. And, I, and I do like Prashad Perriman. I'm a fan. Okay. So, well, guys, until then, uh, we'll be back talking rookie wide receivers next week. Until then, cheerio. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.